This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration is out with a $6 trillion budget that includes a nearly 17% boost to the Department of Agriculture's discretionary funding and an even bigger increase for the Environmental Protection Agency. The administration released a budget outline in April that offered a summary of the administration's funding plans before releasing a more detailed proposal today. The budget includes funding for a goal to provide high-speed internet to every American, as well as money to expand the Summer Electronic Benefit Transfer Nutrition Assistance to all eligible children nationwide. Phil Brasher has a more detailed look in his story on agripulse.com. The nation's meatpacking sector has been under the microscope for several weeks as producers and lawmakers express their concern that too few packers have too much control in the marketplace. But Mark Dopp with the North American Meat Institute says a popular statistic about the nation's four largest meat packers only tells part of the story. So I hear a lot, I see everybody saying that they control 80% of beef processing. That's not true. They harvest about 82, 83, 85% of fed cattle, but fed cattle make up only about 79% of total cattle slaughter. So if you do the math, those four packing plants, even if you add in the cow plants that they that they, that they own, account for about 70% of all cattle cattle harvest, right? So the numbers need to be clarified in some respects. He says facilities of all size are currently struggling to staff up. There's also the matter of a push to expand processing capacity, which Dopp says will take time. In the last six, eight months, something like that, give or take, you know, we've had announcements from several companies either to expand existing capacity or to build new facilities. Now, that doesn't happen overnight, nor does it happen overnight to provide grants and loans to these smaller companies, for the most part, to be able to expand their facilities or or amend their facilities such that they're able to qualify for federal inspection. Congressional leaders are becoming more vocal in their calls for a look and potential reform measures to come from Capitol Hill. Dopp says the official Meat Institute position on these measures will depend on what is ultimately proposed, but the organization wants to stop short of prescriptive buying policies. That takes away choice not only from the packer, but more importantly, it takes away choice for the producer. I can't speculate on what, what, what our position would be on any particular bill, but I think it's safe to say that we're not really in favor of the government inserting itself into the marketplace any more than is absolutely necessary. I think the, the statutes as they exist today do a pretty good job of ensuring that the markets are competitive. There's more from DOP in our Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Finally today, a major farm policy priority is currently stalled in the Senate as lawmakers and their staffs grapple with the right approach. Child nutrition reauthorization has long been a goal of Ag Committee leaders, but Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat who chairs the Senate panel, says things are held up. We're moving forward. Um, it's... Um, I don't think this is going to be a quick process. I think it's. Uh, I think there's. Um, yeah, it's moving forward a little slower than I would like, but it's moving forward. Her Republican counterpart, John Bozeman of Arkansas, says he's worried the committee work won't ultimately be the final product considered by the full Senate. I care a lot about child nutrition, and and yet it's it's hard to negotiate when the concern is whatever negotiations, you know, that you reach that is going to be negated through some sort of reconciliation package. 
and we haven't had the assurances that that's not going to be the case. He says Republicans are planning to ready a proposal of their own. Uh, I think what we're going to do, my staff, is start putting together something that we feel like is important. But it's difficult to sit down and really do all of the hard work that it takes and then all of that be negated by reconciliation. Child nutrition was last reauthorized under the Healthy Hunger-Free Kids Act of 2010. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.